Friends of Jackson Lice, an occasional podcast about Call of Cthulhu, horror films, and horror gaming in general. Today we're talking with members of Cubicle 7 about the uh, London boxed set Kickstarter. Uh, gentlemen, Hello. introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Dominic McDowell. Uh, I run Cubicle 7. I'm John Hodgson. I'm Cubicle 7's art director. I'm Cubicle 7's managing editor. So yes, a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I- Congratulations on the success of the Kickstarter so far. It's it's uh, seems to be going great guns. For the last time I checked, about ten minutes ago, it was on a little over sixty-one thousand pounds, which is fantastic. Um, um, are you, are you, could 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 you perhaps um, yeah, share with us, you know, what what your experience of the Kickstarter has been so far? What, what you've learned from it, and you know, uh, how how you know Cubicle Seven has adapted to the Kickstarter process. It's been amazing, absolutely amazing. I think um, we we're all um, long-term players of Call of Cthulhu. Absolutely love the game, and it's it's really kind of been our our opportunity to to really um, celebrate that and do something really special. So I think that's what Kickstarter's led us to is um, embark on some crazy scheme to produce an absolutely beautiful, gorgeous product. Um, we should be so excited ourselves to uh, to be and uh, pulling out all the maps and stuff like that so um, as for the experience it's um, I think everything that everybody said about it being uh, completely um, all-consuming um, very intense process has been absolutely correct until until we've done it I think we didn't appreciate how true it was <laughs> But it's fantastic, but absolutely fantastic to connect with um, you know, so many people. And um, I think you know, you're connecting them on, a, on much more of a one-to-one basis than you often are during the general publishing cycle, and, you know, when, you, when you're putting together a book um, for publishing traditional methods. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great to interact. It's really humbling as well to see everybody's excitement and um, their enthusiasm and um, how much they've got behind us as well. It's been yeah, quite touching. Well, it's an exciting project, um, and uh, you've been unlocking some very exciting uh, stretch goals as you've been going on as well. Um, I, you're just coming up on the cars of the smoke fairly soon, aren't you? Uh, Sixty-five thousand. Uh, could you perhaps tell us a little bit about that? I, I've seen the pictures, and they they look fantastic. But yeah, could could you share some details of, of what what they're actually going to be? No, oh, thanks. Yes, we're really excited. I mean, I think that's another part of the Kickstarter process is normally that um, all these wonderful exciting things that you know, we get so carried away with um, normally they're a bit more stretched out if you've <laughs> doing, you know, doing them one at a time through traditional methods um, so yes it's it's great to have more packed in it's quite overwhelming actually there's um, so many um, yeah fantastic things that we've got planned for the Kickstarter and some of them uh, we've uh, seen and uh, have been unlocked um, so it starts off with the, the campaign book, which is a um, completely separate to the box set itself. It's uh, a hardbacked campaign book, um, and we're 
hopefully go to set some records with how big this uh, campaign becomes. Nice. <laughs> we just unlocked the sixth part, and there's plenty more to come. So. Cool. Um, that's our own sort of Moby Dick quest there, I think. <laughs> Let's see how it all ends up. Um, then we had the, the postcard set. Um, and this is, I mean, it's, again, this has been an amazing thing to put together and so exciting. Uh, we've got such a huge range of fantastic contributors um, who I'm talking to now. <laughs> and, um, there were a range of other people as well, including um, Sandy Peterson. It was fantastic to get Sandy involved. That was, um, yeah, it was an absolute honor. Um, the Ken Height, Robin Laws, um, Gav Thorpe, um, you know, a huge range of people from across various different companies and uh, been associated with different companies and um, yeah, just people I really admire as well, you know, Graham Davis, it, it, it's been amazing. And um, the, um, the, the each, each postcard has uh, an adventure seed that you can also use as a handout in your game. So um, e even if you're just looking at this for inspiration, you, you've got some amazing writers um, uh, on tap to give you inspiration for your games. You know, I think it's going to be a fantastic resource, um, as well as, you know, fantastically useful if you want to use them in your, in your game. Mm. Um, and now, yeah, the, the one that we're, we're coming up on now is the um, the cards from the smoke, and um, that one is um, beautiful large format cards that give you a load of information, um, and uh, uh, they're broken down into a couple of different groups. So, so you've got the NPC group, um, the Rogues Gallery, and um, so that'll have an illustration of the uh, the NPC, um, appropriate stats. Um, and also um, some suggestions on how they can be used in your game. And we'll be looking at things like, you know, if you want to use them as a random encounter, so you can just throw in the uh, was it the, the Lambeth gentleman um, as as just just to add some flavour to your game session. You know, you come across these people. I <laughs> um, just some suggest that just again to help you with you know that kind of like the on the spot improvisation. So we'll give you a couple of points so, so you can really spring things on people. So, so will that be, so, so will that Dominic, be, it'll be kind of a card that I can hold up and it's got the, the picture of the NPC on one side and then it's got the stats on the, the other stats for me. Yes, that's right. Um, we'll, um, and then there's, a, there's a location. So on those you'll have the, uh, the uh, landmark or a location in London um, and a few, um, again, random encounters that you could have there. So if you've got some paws, you know, maybe one of those is the, um, the curate um, muttering darkly and uh, running through the, uh, the graveyard outside or it, it, things like that. So, so stuff that you can plan to put in your game, but also if you just want something to, to get people's attention or to, to keep the game moving, it's there at your fingertips. Uh, there's a pursuit, a pursuit deck as well, which uh, you can use to make um, your investigative pursuits and chases a lot more interesting. And again, just, just things to pull out. Um, then uh, there's threats, um, which are some of the mythos threats and conspiracies that are going on, or possibly sort of like a criminal um, um, activity. Uh, and again, you can use those to help plan your game. So you know, with all of these, you could just put a scenario through if you're, you, know, you're, you just want some quick inspiration, pull, I don't know, two threats, um, two NPCs in the location, uh, or, or a street, um, there'll be some noted uh, locations on that. Uh, so you can use it to, to, you know, just, just to construct a scenario very quickly, or just to give you some, like, some, some things to peg a scenario off. Um, or you could, um, there, there's some symbols on there as well that you can use. That, um, there's a little booklet that comes in this set. 
that tells you how to use those. Um, and they're for things like building threat levels and um, just to add you know, a little bit more flavor and things like that. Oh gosh, yeah, that's yeah, unusual. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's us as well. So by the time it's actually printed, there'll be about ten times as much stuff, and lots of other ways of using it in your game. So <laughs> it's one of the good things I think with the Kickstarter is that even now we, we've had all these products planned, um, but for months, you know, as we're preparing for the Kickstarter. But even now we're getting, you know, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we included this? So um, I think the backers for the the, uh, the, the Kickstarter are going to be getting uh, even more than they think they are by the time we're finished. <laughs> yes. There's a few stretch marks on the pipeline as well, aren't there, uh, after the cast? Yeah. yeah, we've got, uh, let's see if I can remember these in order. Uh, we have a, a crossover book um, that brings Cthulhu Britannica London um, into the world of World War Cthulhu. So with that, you've got um, covering the um, a bit on the period that's leading up to the war. Um, and uh, in World War Cthulhu, uh, there's a, a spy master N who is uh, um, a sponsor of, of a lot of the, the stuff that's going on. He, he basically collates the teams of people who've had a Mythos experience and deploys them into um, into the into uh, wartime missions um, in a place where there happens to be some Mythos stuff going on that he wants to be wants to have investigated as well. So there's a bit more about his his backstory, some some of his history, um, and then it moves you through into um, the so the actual home front um, side of, of World War Cthulhu. So we'll be looking at the Blitz, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and yeah, various other um, yeah um, London based um, stuff. We will be looking at the whole war. Nice. Uh, then following that, we've got, um, I don't know if you've been following the adventures of Neve Salsabuck. Uh, yes. That's um, just a fun game we've been running through the Kickstarter. Uh, Neve's our adventure, our investigator in, in London. She's been coming across some plots and things like that. Um, and she, we've got a message from Neve um, periodically, and then people can vote on uh, which line of investigation she should follow up next. So um, that's, that's been great fun. We've had some great response from that as well. So that's, that's been a really cool part of the Kickstarter. Um, so one of the stretch goals is her journal, which is what she's uncovered during her investigations, and that's going to be an in-world um, artifact, um, and again, just packed full of stuff that you can you can take to use in your games or give to your investigators as clues. Um, yeah, that, that's, that, that one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's some other stuff that we're, we'll be talking about. We haven't actually announced it yet, but we'll let you in on the secret. As well as um, even more... Um, uh, Scenarios going into the campaign book, um, and more postcards from um, some, you know, again, some, some amazing people coming up. We've got um, Alan Varney, Matt Forbeck. Um, there's uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's there's great postcards. Um, there'll be one stretch goal where we boost the cards from Smoke uh, set, so there'll be even more cards going into that. Um, and then we have uh, the um, the journal of. Um, or Campbell's journal. It's Campbell Thompson uh, is uh, an archaeologist, um, and he has some very interesting back history as well. Um, but anyway, he, he was um, involved in um, a lot of the excavations um, around Nineveh, and um, he's there's things that he uncovered, and there was a previous expedition that he was on as well, and uh, they were they were searching for. Uh, yeah, some 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 forbidden knowledge um, and ancient wisdom, and found more than they were bargaining for. Um, and it's his account. So again, just just pack for the stuff that keepers can use in their game, either as inspiration or to run a game inspired by the aftermath of those excavations. 
he was um, interestingly enough. He was in um, military intelligence uh, during World War One. So there may be something to come in from that. Well, <laughs> nice. that's the interesting thing with World War Cthulhu as well is, is that, of course, that that's the overarching line for um, for the for conflict, twentieth uh, century conflict, not twentieth century at the moment. Um, so we're, World War Cthulhu will be spreading its tendrils into World War One, uh, the Cold War, and um, uh, World War Three, and possibly beyond. <laughs> There's <laughs> plenty of opportunity for crossovers, aren't there, between uh, yeah. between World Cthulhu and Cthulhu Botanica. Mm, definitely. Yeah. And then the um, uh, we're capping. Have I missed anything? I think that was most of the strategy. Wasn't it? Um, then we're, we're capping it all off. Then with um, there's a final box set upgrade, um, of which the the deluxe Cthulhu Botanica London box set um, becomes absurdly big. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll see if we can reach that. That'll be fun. That will be the map again. This could be left in the box. box. I, no, I don't think so. I don't. Think so. <laughs> there, there won't. There won't be a mailman in the world strong enough to carry that one. <laughs> so will that go for all of the boxes, Dom? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, we've. Um, yeah, we, we decided that um, we we mixed the stretch goal so that we had some that um, you know everybody will get the benefit of. Um, and of course, with, with the Kickstarter as well, everybody's getting the PDA. As long as you're, you're um, everybody, uh, so all, all pledge levels get the PDF. Every PDF that we that we're, that we're making, so you get a PDF of everything um, from the lowest pledge level. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, so, so there's the the ones that everybody gets, and then the um, uh, the, the physical add-ons um, that you get at further levels. So, but we, I wanted a good mix of things that everybody benefits from, and you benefit from if you're one of the higher pledge levels or um, adding them as add-ons. Some of these things are Kickstarter exclusives. Can you just say, which, say ones which ones are which? That's right, yes, the um, the postcard set. Um, so that's all the postcards from um, the huge array of gaming superstars. Um, that's Kickstarter only, so you can only get that if you're in on the Kickstarter. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the, the really exciting thing about that as well is that the um, if, if you're a backer of the project, you can actually get your work into print in that as well. So we're going to be opening up um, a call for uh, people to, for backers to contribute their adventure seeds, um, and they'll be um, they'll be printed in the the booklet that comes in the postcard box set. So uh, yeah, I think that's really exciting. We, I think it's it's um, it'll be great to see what everybody comes up with, um, and it'll be a nice opportunity for people to see something that they've actually done in print um, in, in the product. Uh, so that'll be good. Excellent. Excellent. Sorry, I'm aware I've been asking most of the questions, Matt. <laughs> is there anything you, you want to ask at this stage? Well, you covered a lot of what uh, what I was thinking. I was mainly thinking of looking at what stretch goals we're going to be coming up and getting some more insight into those. I mean, thinking of what's been mentioned already, the the, the cards in particular, I, I'll find a lot of use because I like to have visual aids at the table. I like to give people physically to say, look, this is what you see in front of you, whether it be person, street, location, or whatever. So that, that for me is definitely exciting news. That's something I can make a lot of use out of. Mm. No, that's great. I mean, I think especially in somewhere like London, um, where it is fantastic, you've got so many well-known landmarks that those sort of visual aids are, 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 amazing, are amazingly useful for, for really setting the scene for people, aren't they? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Thinking of 
you say you've got Cthulhu Britannica and this be um, part of that. Were you thinking of any projects that could potentially follow the London Kickstarter, the London box set? Maybe thinking of other cities worldwide or other locations within the UK or Europe that you'd be interested in doing for? Uh, yes, we, we've got. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we've got we've got some um, some city books in um, in progress at the moment, um, and the the next. Uh, Big Cthulhu Britannica project is going to be um, a basically a, a book covering the UK. <clears throat> um, I think it's uh, it, it, it'll be great to have that sort of core book that we can we can hang all the other region books off. Um, something that really goes through the, you know, the infrastructure of the UK, um, covers how you know, how you'd actually go about things and um, how money works and you know, all that good stuff. Then it's best not to have to repeat every every source book that you do. Um, as well, then having introducing um, national level plots um, and conspiracies and things like that. So uh, I think the danger if you do region by region books is that um, Cthulhu stops at the county line. So um, it would be good to have <laughs> have a bigger picture book to tie it all together. Well, there goes the plan of running away from the Hound of Tindalos and, and into Berkshire and being no, across the over the border. <laughs> <laughs> Usually works so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there aren't yeah, there any corners in Berkshire. <laughs> just very strange. Um, so, so with the success of of, of this Kickstarter, um, are, are you inspired to run more Kickstarters in future? Um, yes, definitely. I think that there's um, um, it's a very um, I think it's quite an off-putting thing to do your first Kickstarter. I think that. There's, you know, it's very public. Um, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of, um, I don't know, anxiety, I suppose, that goes with that. You know, if, if, if it all goes horribly wrong, it's a very public arena for it all to go horribly wrong in. Um, so, uh, yeah, having overcome the, um, yeah, the initial Kickstarter nerves, yeah, definitely. I think that it's, um, it's, it's definitely got its place. Um, I think that I'd, I, I don't want to do everything that we do through Kickstarter. You know, I'm um, I, I want to see you know, this kicking off a contentious issue, but it's it's where where it fits in the um, in, in the in the existing model. You know how how do you make sure that you're supporting stores? Um, you know it's it's important for us to to you know, to, to keep um, <clears throat> excuse me to keep game shops in business um, and to support them as much as we can. Which something we've done with this Kickstarter. There's the, the retailer pledge level. Uh, which is um, it, it's it's our lowest pledge level, um, and it, it basically by it's it's, it's an, an expression of interest um, that that means that retailers can then buy in when the goods are available. Um, so you're still a part of the Kickstarter, and you can get you can get access to things um, you know, for, along with everybody everybody else's back project, um, but without them having to pay loads of money up front, um, tie up all that cash flow. In something that they're not going to be able to sell for nine months. Um, so we're doing we're doing our best with the Kickstarter to make sure we've got the retailers involved and covered. Um, but yeah, no, I think you've got to look at it in in um, in, your, in your mix of, of how you go about doing things. Yeah, we'll, we'll always have um, um, our, our I suppose it's the traditional business of you know, the most of us. So we we can we can do um, role playing games. Um, we, we can get a core rule book put together and out, and that, that's 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 our day-to-day -day business. Um, I think we'll be keeping Kickstarter for those special projects. We like Cthulhu Britannica London, which it was just too expensive to do any other way. Um, so there was something that we needed to do. It was a, uh, a special project for us. 
Um, and yeah, we'll be looking for, for similar things as, as future Kickstarters. We've got a few lined up, but I can't talk about them yet. Tantalizing. <laughs> 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 An enigmatic, think about where I sit. <laughs> Not in the hotel room in London. <laughs> Not now. No, no, I can't say anything yet. <laughs> oh, no matter I how know much I want. Yeah, okay, I get it. Sorry, <laughs> a bit slow on the accent. <laughs> so, uh, so, but in short, yes. So, I'll go on, Scott. No, no, it's all right, Paul. I, I've been, I've been doing most of the talking. You go ahead. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say, one of the, um, the main um, maybe drawbacks to a lot of the, the Kickstarter projects that people have seen over time has been the, the delay in getting them out. Um, and I mean, 7th Ed has sort of been set back to next spring. I mean, that was kind of made clear in the Kickstarter, but you know, things have to move back and it's quite common for Kickstarters to, to find this. So when, do you, when are you looking to get the box set out and do you think you'll meet your target? Uh, we've set the um, the delivery date for August next year, right. and um, we'll see how massive some things get. I, mean, I think that the, some of the stretch goals, like the, the campaign book, um, potentially could add in a bit more time. Um, but the, um, the the core sets, uh, we're certainly on track for that. Um, and I, I think that you know, there is an element of playing it by ear, and I think that. Um, uh, I, I mean, I think that's generally true in role playing game development in, in general. I think. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can. Um, there's always the possibility of you coming across a setback, um, and sometimes you know it's because you're learning your way. I mean, if you're printing in China over Chinese New Year, um, that's you know, something that you learn once. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So uh, I think one of the advantages we have though is um, making role play games is what we do. Mm. So we've got a lot of experience with, with producing them. We know how to do it. So we do a lot of the stuff in house. I think it's. When we set a goal and a schedule, I think we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. In house for a start. For a start. Um, I, I I don't know if you want to mention anything there, John. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we've kind of gone from he says blowing his own trumpet and everything. <laughs> we've kind of gone from strength to strength. I think over the last couple of years, um, in in the kind of things we're we're putting into our books, um, and we've got a really strong. Um, art team now kind of in-house, which is great. We've got Scott Purdy as our kind of in-house artist now, and he's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'll be doing a lot of it. Obviously, I don't know you think that's really brilliant or not. It's not for me to say. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we've we just got access to a really strong, strong art team who we've worked with for a really long time. I, I was speaking just the other day to a first-time Kickstarter who had had tremendous trouble, you know, getting artists and stuff. Still about delays. We've got all that in place. You know, we, we have a team. If you look at, say, Shadows of Scotland. I mean, that's there's some really solid stuff in there that, that we have on tap, you know. So it's yeah, um, and it's been great working in the really delving into the 1920s kind of art styles. I don't know if you've seen the covers to the books we've been doing. Um, I've just finished the cover for the World War Cthulhu crossover, and that's my favourite thing I've done in ages. This sort of 1920s <laughs> poster style, but but then taken forward to to sort of 1940s propaganda stuff, and that's I'm really looking forward to sharing that. If I wasn't in a hotel room in London, I'd maybe share it in the chat. <laughs> I don't really have access to it right now. But yeah, no, it's been great. I mean, it's such a lovely. The, the, oh, I mean, we're really excited about the maps. Mm. We've licensed a bunch of maps. Um, McDonald Gill stuff. Um, you know, London Transport Museum, the original 
London maps that we produce for the year, and they're just absolutely beautiful. I really want those as posters. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're just brilliant. Um, it'd be really nice to produce those really into a really beautiful stand. Really looking forward to that. It'd be great. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, echoing that absolutely with fantastic art team um, and, and fantastic team at Cubic 7. Um, so, yes, it's um, again gone from strength to strength this year. I think it's, uh, um, and it's, it's really bedding in as well now, as well, yeah, I think, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky. I work with fantastic people. Next. So, so you mentioned the upcoming. What other Call of Cthulhu goodies do you have in the pipeline that that you can actually talk about at this stage? Um, I think that the yes, the continuation of Cthulhu Britannica, the the, um, the the main setting guide, um, and then we'll be moving through different regions and things like that. Um, and um, yeah, World War Cthulhu. I think that's the um, yeah. Should we tell them, Scott? Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott has um, very graciously um, accepted to come on board as uh, the land developer for World War Cthulhu. Wait, which um, I'm um, about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's great to have you. Um, so uh, yes, I think the we'll walk through. There's um, there's an awful lot going on there. Um, there's uh, I mean, and again, that's kind of the it's such an exciting area to to delve into and uh, find out stuff about. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. That's that's we've been told. We've been told. We've been told. <laughs> I was um, yeah from the uh, the uh, the SOE handbook that tells you how to um, incapacitate your uh, somebody who's captured you using a box of matches. <laughs> SOE exploding rat. I was reading it. It was really exciting. Rat skin filled with explosives that was put put in a load of coal. It would then get put into you know a furnace and blow up the furnace. <laughs> All these amazing things they came up with in, in World War Two. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, so we'll uh, we're, we're um, a couple of as you know a couple of things on the uh, on the go there in development and uh, a load more in planning and the crossover with Cthulhu uh, Britannica. So I think that um, between the yeah, between the Britannica line and the uh, the World War Cthulhu. Um, uh, various directions we'll be taking that in. Um, I think we, we were. Uh, I was watching the um, the Americans. Um, I don't know if you saw that over the was it over the summer time? Oh yes. Lost oh, yes. meaning to me. Um, and um, yeah, seeing that like we must make a Cold War game. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, we'll be good to see the uh, the mythos spin on that. Um, and of course, oh, the laundry. Um, yeah, Charles still beavering away on the laundry. So we've got uh, um, lots coming from there. We've got uh, Cultists Under the Beds, uh, which is out in PDF now, and um, uh, hard copies will be, be January now. Hard copies. I'm just trying to think of the print deadlines in my head, how that's all going. Um, have you seen the cover to that one? Not yet, it's, no. It's, um, it, it's, it's, you could use it as, a, as an anti-drugs thing, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. We've had some we've had some um, some entertaining covers on the laundry stuff. Mm. <laughs> oh, fantastic! 
Well, that's a fantastic resource for gems, isn't it? It's packed with um, kind of advice for how cults operate in the 21st century and mm. how the laundry deal with them and um, what the acronym is for how they infiltrate and destroy cults. Oh, and then there's just this fantastic resource of different cults and how they work in the modern day, and it's really great spins on uh, like how the um, esoteric order of Dagon operates in the modern day. And um, yeah, it's, if, if you know the laundry and um, love the mythos, there's some really good stuff in there. Some really innovative, kind of genuinely fresh takes on cults and um, good stuff. Mm. Well, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. <laughs> Sorry, Paul, Matt, I, I'm going over the top again. Let, you, you jump, jump in, please. Oh, I, was, I was actually looking at the clock myself. I have a prior engagement that I need to run away to, and I'm already about 10 minutes overdue. So this, this particular friend of Jackson Lice will have to bow out, unfortunately. But I'll catch the rest of the discussion afterwards. But no, good luck and thank you very much for your time. No, thank you. Yeah, good, good to chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, no problem. Catch you later. Catch you later. So yeah, uh, I was going to ask about the uh, the backer levels. Um, you've done a couple of backer levels as um, as kind of limited uh, runs, uh, and you've got me and my ghoul now. Is is that another limited one? And what's the thinking behind the limited kind of um, steps with those? Good question. Um, we've got um, the when when we were planning the Kickstarter, uh, we we wanted to have. Um, Basically, some backer levels that would give us a lot of initial momentum, um, some you know some incentives to get in early, basically. And uh, mm. um, so we set up the the pearly king in yellow, which gives you everything that's unlocked through the campaign. So it's a it's a nice, easy, convenient, one click, <laughs> get it all solution. Um, and um, they went uh, in about a day. So we thought, well, that was a little bit you know, <laughs> quick. Because <laughs> we, yeah, we were like, will people go yeah. in at that? You know, because there was a certain level of a, you know, how far is it going to go? Is it going to be worth it? And they just went and like, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> quick, we need to do more work straight away. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so we uh, we reanimated the Pearly King in yellow, um, and and brought in another hundred, um, and they lasted a little bit longer, but not not much longer. It must be said. Um, so um, I think you know, with, as uh, with, with the first Kickstarter, I think you're, you're learning as you go, really. Um, and we were getting um, quite a lot of requests from people to bring back that all-in-one pledge level. Um, so we have just done that today. So um, from now on, you can um, come back in as it's the the, uh, the pearly king in yellow, unlimited pledge level. Um, so for uh, a mere £150, you get everything we're doing in the Kickstarter. Ah, oh, okay, that's cool. It shows that the early early kings got such a good deal. You know that was a really good buy-in. You know, and thank you to those people that yeah. took took the plunge early on. Um, yeah, cost you a little bit more now at this stage of the campaign, but we're doing so much stuff. Yeah, it's still there'll still be good value. Yeah. Um, and then if if you don't want to go in at that level, then uh, you can. Um, there's two other levels that you can sort of start at. So you could have the um, the top show level. And that gives you the the boxed set um, and, and PDFs as well, um, and you can then buy on um, the add-ons that you want. Uh, so you can tailor it to to, to exactly which package that you want uh, by buying those add-ins on top. Um, and there's a me and my ghoul level, and that one gives you um, the uh, the box set and the first three stretch goals unlocked. So you get the, um, the gorgeous postcard set, uh, the hardback campaign book, um, if it'll be small enough to be bound by the time it's finished, um, and the um, the cards from the smoke. 
So um, again, that's sort of like the mid-level where if it's just you just want those three, then the me and my Google level is the one for you. Um, so we shall, yeah, we'll see where everybody ends up. Um, and then we, of course, we have the, uh, the at, your, at your service, is mm -hmm. that what we called it? Yeah. Yes. Um, where you can have Cubicle 7 uh, design you a scenario to your own specifications and requirements, um, which, uh, yeah, I, 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 who knows if that one's going to go, but I think it will be uh, <laughs> wonderful if it does. For everybody as well. I think it is actually. We should put that one higher. Yeah, get it printed, fully <laughs> yeah, illustrated, yeah. and made it a book just to you. Yeah. You know, um, unless you want to share it with others, um, in which case we can we can talk about that. But mm -hmm. um, uh, the as it said, it is, it is yeah, just a personal scenario designed for you by um, yeah one of the one of the top teams in the industry. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm really yeah, hoping that really goes. Really goes. <laughs> That's an exciting. <laughs> And, and, and of course, you're offering bundles as well with uh, some of the existing print products uh, that you've got, some of the, the Cthulhu Britannica and Bobo Cthulhu books, aren't you? Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, we wanted to give people the chance to catch up um, uh, where we are, uh, to where, where we've got to so far. Um, so there's um, yeah, a bundle of all four. You can buy the Cthulhu Britannica books individually, um, and the World War Cthulhu core book is available as well. Nice. nice. So anything else you want to cover, Paul? No, nothing's uh, springing to mind unless uh, unless the uh, the guys have got anything else they want to throw in. Cue thirty minute talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much going on at the moment. It's really um, really exciting. Um, yeah, just um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, it's worth saying it's uh, into the final week of the Kickstarter. Mm, that's true. That's so true. it's not so if you're watching this now, it's not too late to get in. There's um, yeah, yeah. a fantastic product. It's the only one I can't wait to read. I was going to ask, are you are you ready for? Are you prepared for the kind of the final stampede at the end as it kind of reaches? Because <laughs> it kind of goes up at the start and then it kind of plateaus out a bit, and then typically in those last few days it becomes a bit of a frenzy again, and you're kind of sat there throwing on more stretch goals and uh, trying to keep up with it all. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, yes, it's it'll be really interesting to see see how it goes. I, I think we're I think we're um yeah I think we're fairly well prepared. We're as planned as we can be. I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll try not to go too nuts. You'll know that we've really lost it in Kickstarter madness if you suddenly start seeing stretch goals for the One Ring uh, mashup. With <laughs> 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 That'll be the sign that we've lost it completely. Doctor Hizulu. Why hasn't there been a Doctor Who movie? Oh, but there's the other one. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've, we've just been planning, haven't we? We've had a planning session this afternoon for the, the end week. Yeah, so we've got we've got a lot of stuff all planned now. But we got hopefully, we got quite excited over coffee, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Trying desperately not to <laughs> give away the ranch. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's something we've really focused on in this is is keeping the stretch goals and so on to the stuff we do really well and we know how to do so it's, it's all gaming stuff you know mm -hmm. the cards or the books um it's all stuff that we know we can provide and it's not going to divert us off into learning how to produce a different kind of product you know it's all stuff we've done before which and makes it solid you know? and it's using the stretch goals to make this the best product we can mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's not more just Depending what you get in the box and kind of using, using that as a way of adding more maps and more handouts. And it's, yeah, yeah. And it's all stuff we want, like I'm saying, I want all this stuff. <laughs> it's going to be great. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. And the um, yeah, the inward artifact as well. I mean, that's that's just something we are so personally excited about. <laughs> that, um, yes, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be something really special. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks absolutely, absolutely amazing so far, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Well, should we look to uh, wrap it up there then, Scott? I think so. So, so yes, thank th th thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, that, that's, that's been a, a very educational interview. Thank you. <laughs> so um, there's nothing to do now but say goodbye. So cheerio. Bye. 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 Thanks <laughs> for having us. <laughs> okay. Thanks, well, thanks very much. See you at Dragon Meet. Yes, see you at Dragon Meet on Saturday. Um, everybody should get down to Kensington Town Hall and come and harangue us in person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.